another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And a very, very warm welcome to... I'm really hot. I've been out walking again, which means that, um, you know, in wintertime here in Gauteng, and it was like 10 degrees, I think, when I hit the streets. So it's getting a bit chilly, but the sunshine. We were just saying how blessed we are to live in Johannesburg, which has just the best winters, unless you live in a freezing cold house. But looking rather warm and splashy, about to go off to the beach, I'm sure. We have Jenny Baxter over in Antibes. Is it a lovely day there today? I know we speak about the weather, but we both <laughs> lived in England, so it's like our default setting, I think. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful day. How's it, Melanie? It's an absolutely beautiful day. And I love it when you talk about Joburg's weather, because actually we've got some Joburg people living here in Antibes now, and they were telling mm. me just yesterday that what they love about Antibes is it reminds them of Joburg, that during the winter, it's really hot when you're in the sun. So, yeah, s- same, same. Beautiful, beautiful walk. And I mean, we have so many amazing open spaces to go and enjoy here in the city. And, and people really take care of them. I saw the Josie Trails guys um, hard at work. Um, they work with, I think, with Hollard actually sponsor them to keep all of the cycling tracks going throughout, um, you know, the, all the little rambling cycling tracks throughout Johannesburg, which is great. So I love the fact that com- you know a lot of companies that are saying, right, we're into health and fitness are actually doing something yeah. that gets people outside rather than just into a gym. Yeah, so, yeah. That's my feel-good story for the day. And, and you and, know what uh, we course, have here that I think is also such a good idea is the first Sunday of every month, the roads get closed and you can walk and cycle all along the beach. It's just the roads along the beach, but it's fantastic. Oh, well, hey, here in Joburg, you know, nobody uses the pavements. Everybody just walks on the roads anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have me going flat out at them thinking, get on the pavement, you numbnut. Anyhow, what stories have you got? Area like, than uh, a being on your... officer, you. I was saying to my friends that many years ago when I was Miss Hillbrow, I was like, I want to be an honorary traffic officer. <laughs> I wanted to join the traffic department because I was so cross at the way that people drive and nothing much has changed, okay? Stop streets is not it's not a comma okay it's a stop street you don't pause you have to stop and they get really irritated especially with people in Parkhurst because they don't know what a stop street means anyway that's my little <laughs> rant for the day let's get on to good news stories did you see the video that went viral this week of of the lady i think in Limpopo, swearing at a traffic officer but she was no. she was swearing in a dialect particular to that area and mm-hmm. what she said i looked it up and you would be shocked it was a really, 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 the worst swear word I've ever heard in my life. Like, I didn't know that kind of a swear word even existed. Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. It is, it oh. is on SA People. Uh, okay, I'll go and have a look and see. Yeah, I, can, I can imagine that uh, it can be rather frustrating sometimes, but that's what I end up doing. I want to get out of my car and rip off people's arms and hit them with a wet end when they don't know to stop. So I just stand sometimes and I stand at the very at the intersections where I know that people are going to jump the stop street and I stand there and I know there's a car coming and then there's a whole thing and I sit there and I look at them and I'm like, yeah, check you. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ramadan has come to an end. So I know that because people are coming back to the gym classes again. Um, obviously, I mean, they, they're not allowed to eat and it kind of depletes your energy during the day. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't like one. I mean, obviously, they're allowed to eat at specific times of the day, but not during the day. So otherwise, they die. Yes. didn't eat for a month. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not between sunrise and sunset. And oh, I, I mean, I was just really touched with, we've got some beautiful photos on the site of um, not-for-profit. It's called 
called Nightly Stan in, mm-hmm. in Cape Town for over 40 years. What they've been doing is on the night when they break the fast, you know, the three-day festival begins mm-hmm. sort of, they make food for 90,000 people in Cape Town of all different faiths, just people who need it, you know? So I think it's That's like, amazing. Yeah, 130 of like those huge pots. Um, uh, what do you call those pots in South Africa? Poikies. Yes, yes. But huge <laughs> poikies, yeah. And, and yeah, you take that. the girl out of South Africa and she loses all of her South Africanness. A poiki, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, travel yeah. with a poiki. We love poiki. <laughs> did you know, I, and some people did not know this, um, and I didn't realize that people didn't know this, that you know the poiki, it's got like rings yes. uh, all the way up, that if you make, if you fill it up to that specific ring, it's enough for two people. Oh, if you take clever. it up to the, ne- the fourth ring, it's enough for four people. Oh. So most people didn't know that you can actually gauge how much food you're making in your poiki, how many people you can feed circles. by looking at the circles on the outside of the poiki. Anyway, oh, there we like go. This is your, this is your font of useless information, giving you some information. <laughs> right, I mean, talking about food, though, I mean, the, the floods have really still kind of, um, you know, knocked everybody for a six, um, down in, in Natal. I Sorry, KwaZulu Natal. I know we're old school. But, um, but I see again. a KFC, it's KFC who have been feeding kids, you know, with the, they add hope and you just add two rand to when you, whenever you buy from KFC. And my kids, I've taught them to do that and their boyfriends now have to do it as well. We always just add, just say add two. So that all that money gets. Um, taken to feeding people in the, how many meals is it, Jen? It's, it's 1.2 million meals that South Africans have managed to provide for, and I think they've taken the food to schools, to families, mm. you know, to, to all the communities. And then there's everybody on the ground that's helping as well, which of course is like the Khaleesi Foundation, Gift of the Givers, Food Forward and SA Harvest. So mm. just an amazing, amazing pulling together of South Africans to to have provided 1.2 million meals is amazing. I think it would be fantastic if the government got involved as well in doing something like that. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fabulous? Anyhow, let's not go down that hey, little talking rocky government, road. Talking mm-hmm. government, did mm-hmm. you see that out of government that John Steenhuisen, leader of the DA, has gone over to Ukraine? Over to the Ukraine. For, for Good a for week. Him. Yeah. I'm waiting for some see, photos though. I haven't seen anything yet. I have a little pocket in my... my Top that I'm wearing here. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm going to get the people who make these tops to actually make one and make a whole bunch of them and go and give them to the government, and then they can they can go and sit themselves in this little pocket here because that's where they sit in somebody's pocket. <laughs> Inevitably. Okay. I wondered where you were going with that. <laughs> not John Steenhuisen. I'm not talking about him. You see, I'm wearing blue. There we go. Um, okay, so news for expats. What have we got? I mean, this largest white diamond. Yes, it's called The Rock. and <laughs> Not so- Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But it's the Dwayne Johnson of diamonds, of white diamonds. Okay. It's the biggest one ever to be at an auction, at the Christie yeah. auction, and I presume any auction. And it's... It is 228 carats. It's going to sell for between 20 and 30 million dollars, they are predicting. And if you're in Geneva and you have a little bit of cash, it'll be on the 11th of May. And, and it's from South Africa. The most important thing is, of course, this, uh, this huge diamond is from South Africa. I think it was found about 20 years ago. And mm-hmm. there's, this is very unusual for an auction, but there's actually another diamond called the Red Cross Diamond that's also over 200 carats that's going to be at the same auction. And that one is also from South Africa. 
So. Okay, but as it, they're called it the rock because they are. They're just rocks. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I see you've, you've got a thing here about Elon Musk's tips. And now I've got a few friends who are sitting and avidly watching the Depp Heard case over in America with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. And, you know, then they turn around and said, yes, and, and I wonder if Elon Musk is going to be called to come and give evidence. Yeah. Because apparently he was involved in that as well. I'm like, really? I didn't know. But I don't follow it at all because it's. I, have, he, yeah, I mean, I, I he dated, watching better stuff. He dated Amber for quite a while, uh, not as mm. long, obviously, as Johnny was married to her. And actually, one of his very best interviews ever, I think it was with Rolling Stone magazine, and it was just after Amber had broken his heart. And so he really just spilled his guts to the journalist. The journalist was mm. at his house. He cried during the interview. I think he was crying about his father, you know, and, and remembering things from childhood. Mm. But it was the whole Amber, you know, he was just, I'm lost and I'm alone and all I want is my woman back. Yeah. And, you know, there was money that she was meant to pay as part mm. of some court thing. Yes, and I the, think Elon um, paid court the, with the English case. Yeah. And then Johnny and Elon paid the money that she said she was going to take all of the money she got from the civil case and she yeah. was going to put it into this charity for abused women. And she never paid it across. So the boys did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Big ups to you guys. Big yeah. ups. You know, see, not all men are trash. Remember no. that. Okay. What are his tips, though? In, in fact, can I just say on that, if you're mm. on Facebook, there's a page called Man You Rock, and it's by mm. the woman. Uh, well, it's, it's it's a few people, but but it it was started by the woman who was abandoned as a baby, a Zulu baby, brought up by Indian people. She can't speak Zulu, and she yeah. is just doing so much because she says all our abuse problems today are because we do, you, you know, we're, we're not raising men right. And so, mm. man, you rock is to is to just make men feel a little good because if they felt better about themselves, they may do less bad stuff. There's just as many abusive women out there. Are there? As it's being shown. Okay. Anyway, so back to Elon. <laughs> I want to know about his tips. Ah, oh, you've got to go on the site to read them. But basically, he said that, you know, with him buying Twitter and everything, everybody's mm. asking him, you know, uh, and being the richest man in the world. Do you think he's still considered the richest man if he's just spent $44 billion on a... On Twitter. Anyway. He, on social media. Is. I mean, really. Yeah. Um, so everybody's asking him for his tips on how to get a little wealthy like him. And mm -hmm. one of them is invest in what you love, a product that you buy. You know, yeah. don't don't read other stuff and, and, and go after somebody else's dream. It's it's what you believe in. That's yeah. one of the that, I must, That's on one of the things the you have to – you have to believe in the product. Absolutely. I, yeah. I would totally say that that's the way to go. Okay. So I'll go and read those tips. Maybe I can do something with my money, make it bigger. Not that I have much, but anyway. <laughs> um, for people traveling overseas, there's a Schengen visa delay. So yeah, yeah um, just I'm a, hoping that's not, just, just, not a just major. A, it's not major, but just if you are planning on traveling in the near future, get your application in for the Schengen visa as soon as you can. Because so the Schengen visa, is that for the whole of Europe? I always forget now because of like Brexit and what EU happened countries. there. It's the EU countries. It's the EU countries. It doesn't let you into England, no. So what, do you need a different – do you need a visa to go to England if you're in South Africa? Mal, that's something that I should know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should. <laughs> but we don't. <laughs> Jenny right will now. get back to us and let us know. <laughs> okay, right. There we go. Um, Derek and Beverly Jaber. 
Yeah, um, there, you aren't know there some people that did that work with lions and stuff? Exactly. They're Wildlife big, camera people, yeah. Exactly, big cat people. So they've been in Botswana for like 30, 40 years. Mm. Um, she was attacked by, they were both attacked by a buffalo in 2017. I don't know if you remember. It was quite horrific. She was mm, quite critically injured. rings a bell. Anyway, she has recovered, and they've, they've all together, they've done like 35 National Geographic films. They have raised mm. so much awareness. So they have just been awarded the Explorers Club Medal, which is like the most prestigious explorer award you can get in the world. Mm. Neil Armstrong, who went to the moon, he got it. Sir Edmund Hillary, who went mm. up Mount Everest, he got it, and now they got it for 2021. Because of COVID, they only got the award now. No. But um, did well Ronald Fiennes get it? Who, I wonder if he did um, get yeah. it. Ronald Fiennes, remember, he yes, did the whole yes. thing of going to the North and South Pole within a specific amount yeah. of time, and then his dog, his little Jack Russell that went with him, was the first dog to have done it, and then but his <laughs> wife is also like on board, and she's the first woman to have done all of this stuff. I'd love to work in an exploring family. What a lot of fun! No, I think yeah. they're really good, and you could shout at them if they go too fast or through through stop streets. Well, that here's aren't the thing. Yeah. I had so much fun doing that little thing about the Red Desert for Mansfield today yes. that I've decided that what I need to do is get my A into G and get out and about and go and find interesting things like Travel the little Red Desert. Africa. Okay, So doing like a treasure hunt again, but doing it on just little YouTube videos, short, sharp, shoot ones. I've, I thought, why not? I'm not for any money-making purposes, but just to actually go out and, and follow my bliss. As you said. Explore and, yeah. and bring it to other people because, of course, we don't have things like treasure hunt on, on television in South Africa anymore. So people are not learning about the country and other parts of the country. Yeah. And of course, there's, you know, the for Mark with going nowhere slowly isn't on either. Yeah. So, I mean, you can imagine you've got access now to seeing all of these little things that you didn't know about. I, yeah, yeah. That would yeah, be fantastic. I'm thinking I must do that. And we could, we could even ask on our Facebook page, you know, where, where people would, you like, would to like you to go. Yeah. And they can send you to. Up I'm that, going to have to find places. some people with a helicopter again to get up to some of the places I need to go because I want to go I'm back up to the top sure. of the Tugela Falls, yeah. which, of course, is the world's largest multi-tier Tallest, tallest, yes. <laughs> tallest, um, yeah. Oh, no, I think that's a fantastic idea. Behind you all the okay. way. All right, so that just sparked off a thing. Okay, um, yeah, okay so news you can from win ex- this award. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go. I'll be like a weird explorer. Okay. Not doing anything particularly big, but at least bringing some good stuff to people in South Africa. Um, okay. So Kevin Anderson is retiring at the age of 35. I mean, that's just pretty what? young. I know, but oh, yeah. you know, you know, he's been beset with injuries. It's so, mm. so he had what could, you know, that potential was constantly there. And Cassie and I watched him in Australia. Mm. Okay. You he, have to tell people who Kevin Anderson is in case they don't know. Oh, um, a South African <laughs> tennis player who lives in Florida, married to a American wife there. He went mm. to college in um, in America, so that's what got him into the professional thing. But yeah. his his dad was the amazing one who said to him when he was a little kid, "Hey, Kevin, if you really play hard and give it your best shot, you mm. could see the world." And so, you know, Kevin, a little gullible boy, he listened and he did it. And um, he's seen the world. He's had the most amazing experiences. He's done so much for the environment, getting rid of so much plastic at Wimbledon and other places. And, uh, you know, he has this little daughter. And I think he, he just, you know, he wrote a lovely long letter saying, I did give it my best. 
and and that he just wants to spend time with his family now and take on new challenges. Well, hopefully he continues with the other stuff and not just actually retiring. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure we'll hear from him in, in environmental stuff. Okay, so, and I mean, another expat who's been doing fabulous stuff overseas, of course, is Trevor Noah. <gasps> Did he not make us so proud this week? Did you see his speech? I didn't. Oh, okay, you know, so I'd hardly watched like <laughs> terrestrial television. <laughs> you are so lucky you have me. And it's not terrestrial, <laughs> no, you tell, it's you're my, YouTube. You're my news source. <laughs> there we go. That's how it is. Um, so, so, Trevor, what, you know the White House Correspondents' Dinner, which is... Mm annually and it's for all the journalists in America and they basically roast the president with the president mm. sitting there in his own home kind of thing mm. and I mean what an honor Trevor's the very first African to have been invited to host the event and his speech was phenomenal he, he was not only funny and making fun of um, President Biden mm. but but he also just, you know, rammed home a message to American journalists and how lucky they are to have freedom of press, as he said, you know, that he could stand there and roast the president of America and have nothing yep. bad happen to him, no bad consequences, and pointed out how there are some other countries in the world, particularly right now, where there isn't that freedom. And he just yeah. reminded journalists to to not only be accountable, but to also take the responsibility seriously and do what they can to get the truth out there. Well, it would be quite nice if a lot of the journalists here didn't actually make up stuff or go and report stuff as gospel when, in fact, it's all a bunch of a tissue of lies, as I would say. <laughs> Seriously, that's how bad journalism has gotten in South Africa at the moment. That I mean, they don't even have subs. There's an amount of spelling. That's why I just do not even look at newspapers at all. I, I refuse to. Except for the local knock and drop, because that's like, you know, it's my, my area. Okay. So well, well done, Trevor. No, I was, I was very interested in to see, you know, with all the South Africans who are doing so much, like the, the top level of stuff around the world. I know. Um, it, yeah. it's great. I mean, we, we really are. Yeah. I, I love South Africa. And what it, can and I say? It's I really crazy, do. But it really is true that I think it's inspiring for all South Africans because, yeah. you know, when you think sort of, 30 years ago, we didn't, we didn't have all these people in prominent roles making a difference in the world yeah. and impressing the world, you know, before, before Amazing even Mandela. communication channels. Communication yeah. channels can be fantastic. Um, and bringing in local good news, and on, on my way here, I see that one, your story of the ghetto gardener, which you're going to tell us about. Is it not, it's not the guy who's in jail down in Kailicha, is it? It is. That he, oh, is it, that's right. I heard it on, I heard it on, um, hot 1027 this morning on my way in here. Um, and I, and you know, they always have the good news snippet at the end. And it's about, yeah, this it's guy who's him. there who decided he's going to go and, um, get all of these people in Kailicha growing vegetable gardens, which yeah. I just think is like, yeah, I'm sure that Joe and the Banku, you know, the, the cabbage patch bandit. Um, yeah. I'm sure we, we get him saying something about that soon as well. So give me a bit more about the story. I just heard the snippet. He, he had basically grown up with his grandmother, very poor, and she grew vegetables because that's how they ate, you know. Mm, and, mm. Um, and then when he was in jail, he, he finessed his gardening skills and came out, did a little bit more studying, and has now set up with pensioners in Kailicha and is teaching them to garden so that they can grow their own food. 
So I believe really so strongly in that, that everybody should have their own patch that they're growing food. We, we've lost so, we've really lost touch with the earth. And, um, kids, I mean, some kids just think that, you know, food comes from a supermarket in packets. They don't know how it actually grows. So I'm, I'm love, I'm loving that. Okay, and, 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 oh, onto another local good news story, of course. Is Tom Cruise still here? He is. He is. <laughs> and I haven't <laughs> seen him yet. <laughs> I mean, he's wasn't I going to go and track him down? Lost. He's, um, <laughs> uh, they had in, I think it was in Las Vegas, they had the cinema conference this week, which is, um, where Paramount Pictures gets together with all its, theater owners mm. and normally Tom Cruise is there but um, this week he wasn't there he was in South Africa filming so he sent a message from a helicopter so I don't think lots of people could hear the message because it was the helicopter was a little bit loud yeah, <laughs> but, it does get loud yeah, I know but that. it was still <laughs> exciting stuff and he said to everybody I'm in South Africa and you know so it was pretty cool and he's announced the name of the the official name now of, you know, we keep saying Mission Impossible 7 and Mission Impossible 8. Mm-hmm. 8 is the one he's filming now. The official is name. Dead Reckoning. Exactly. So it's Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. And the one he's filming in South Africa is Dead Reckoning Part 2. Okay. And there you have All it. All right. And then you've, got, then you've got a whole thing about these South African ultra-runners. They're not the guys who are involved in doing the Iditarod. Hey, no, no. These are different guys. Ryan <laughs> Sanders are- and Rhino Reno Chrysal. Yeah. So they, these two guys circumnavigated Lesotho. That's nothing. Okay. Every- Joe Rust. Joe Rust <laughs> circumnavigated <laughs> Africa no. by herself on a motorbike. She has done the whole of Southern Africa on the beaches walking on, okay. a, or sorry, no, bicycling on that, her own. That is absolutely amazing. And I don't want to take away from her. But <laughs> what these guys did is it is extremely mountainous. Okay, mm-hmm. so sometimes it was minus five and there was snow and ice and mountains. Other times mm-hmm. it was 30 degrees. So, you know, going along the beach is um, fairly flat-ish. So, so I think they had their own challenges and they did it in a short time. So every day. She didn't just go on beaches. She went through every single country around the whole of Africa. Yeah, but you said along the, <laughs> along the coast. So oh no, that, on the coast. She did the coast. She did the coast of South yeah, Africa, but yeah. with her Africa trip, she went all the way oh, around, okay. not just on the beaches. Uh, but anyway, okay. well, well and, done to them. They're yes, mad. They, they did. They did over a half marathon every single day. One and a half half marathons. Yeah. One and a half marathons. One and one half marathon. There we go. Something like that. Something like yeah, that. Okay. So, so, something okay, amazing. So, <laughs> right. But Seeing as we've been photos, entertaining. Beautiful photos. Okay, I'll have a look at the photos. I'll yeah. take your word for it, but yeah. I still think that Joe Rust rocks. Yeah. Oh, no, she does. She's but awesome. They all do. She's they amazing. All do. They Everybody are fantastic. Everybody who gets out there and does something. Rocks. Okay. Everybody now, we've been entertaining. We've been entertaining everybody. We need to talk about entertainment. But I'm, I'm sure a lot of the time, most of us are not going to be able to see most of these things because, as I'm sure you know, we're back into load shedding again. Yippee. Oh, you're a bit dark which means, today. Uh, well, yeah, we're in load shedding where I am at the moment. And, of course, at my house, we, you know, it's in the evenings. And then we have four young adults with you who sit there. When is he coming back? And then it's almost as if they're making it your fault that, that you have no power. But anyway, there are some – in fact, I was talking – we were talking about this – on our walk this morning, but not from the Sienna Miller point of view, the anatomy of a scandal, because one of the women in that is in something else, which Downton I've completely Abbey. forgotten. Downton she Abbey. was in Downton Abbey, but she's done something else, which is on at the moment as well, oh, um, okay. about 
a godless, godless, oh, okay. which apparently is also very good. So she's also in that. But Anatomy of a Scandal is good. Yes. I did watch it. Yes, people. I, I was looking at it thinking, eh. yeah. I was thinking, eh, and I watched a bit of it. And somebody else said to me, "No, carry on watching it." So I did, and yeah. it was really well worth it. And yeah. It was very good. Um, and then the Silverton Siege, which has got my reason, ex in it. And no, but hang on, hang on, hang on. The reason why I mentioned Anatomy of a Scandal, oh yeah, is because yeah. Sienna Miller, just for our South African connection, you know that her mother is South African. So, I did not know this. Yes, yes, beautiful Sienna Miller. So, so she can speak Afrikaans because her mother speaks Afrikaans. I did not know that. That like is amazing. That's by like a yeah, yeah, like a cracker. And then Afrikaans, uh, one the person who is Afrikaans and and has a South African accent, but doesn't sound like he has a South African accent when Arnold. he acts in movies in Hollywood. Arnold. Arnie. It used to be Arnie and Milani. Yeah. He, he still, he, I'm sure he'd love to deny so that. Arnold Foster was your ex-boyfriend. <laughs> yes. Yes. No For way. six months. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so he's got the Silverton Siege, which is, um, uh, on the top 10. Isn't yes. It? It's, it's doing it's incredibly top well. Top 10 around the world. It's, br- I yeah. watched it last night. It's really good because it, you know, it's obviously it's based on a real story, but yes. they fictionalized some things, um, for dramatic purposes. And they've made it that it's not just a lecture, you know, it's entertaining. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. so good. Uh, there's Johnny Clegg music that just moves you because it's just at the right time. And this is basically how the free Mandela movement kind of began. So, yes. so it's it's really good. It makes you really proud. And yeah, Arnold was was pretty good. Yeah, actually. And, well, Arnold's a pretty good actor. Woody had border to gegaan and no gaan he Hollywood to Oh, he was one from that. Yes, and so so. <laughs> For anybody who who would like to see more of him, he's going to be on Carte mm. Blanche being interviewed by Derek Watts. Um, oh, cool. Okay. And remember, you can watch Carte Blanche if you're overseas, except for America, on Showmax International. There you go, then. All right, so that's what's coming up on um, the small screen. What have you are coming up on the site for this coming week? It's devastating. I've been watching every day the statistics of the rhino that are getting killed in Shlishlui uh, and Filozi Park. Yeah. Okay? It was 95 yesterday. Today, it is 99. 99 rhino. In the entire last year, 2021, there were 97 killed. So um, already we're we're only on the fourth of May, and already yeah, it's lock, ninety nine. Lockdown's closed, and and look what so, happens. So 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 just to be a little positive, we are going to have a list of who you can help because basically what's needed now is every single person needs to help to save the species, and most mm. of us don't know how to help or what to do, and all you have to do is support the few good organizations who are helping. So I think instead of more people starting more charities and blah, 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 we need to support who's already there on the ground doing the good work, you know, and whether it's just following their page or donating, I think we must all get involved. We must. We, we need to do these things. All right. Yes. Well, Janowella Fella, fantastic oh, to oh, catch I, up sorry, with you again. Did I, what? You, did I tell you about the four rhino that they did rescue? Four black rhino. No. Okay, just because uh, just to leave on a happy note, they have okay. taken four black rhino from that park and put them in a safer location so that they are at least guaranteed of having more children. Because you know, for every rhino that's killed, you're you're affecting the future. So that's good. 
Four of them. Oh, why don't safe. people just stop this nonsense, man? Stop it. It's like, you know, yeah, stop it. <laughs> thing, killing animals and, and grinding their horns up is not going to make you potent. It's going yeah. to make you look like a, a half-wit. Anyhow, with that, <laughs> Jenny, we will catch up with you again next week. Um, have a, an absolutely beautiful week. Uh, enjoy the Thank early you. summer sun on, in there on Antibes. And, of course, um, for the rest of you, please do send your fantastic stories through to Jenny. Um, if you've got some good news or any news that you think might be useful to expats and South Africans here at home as well, um, that would be www.sapeople.com. Or, of course, uh, you can catch up with them on Facebook, SA People for what's it for South Africans and expats correct <laughs> yeah there for we South go. Africans right, in SA and expats because people overseas okay. are also South Africans okay okay we'll catch you <laughs> next you. week bye. take care bye, bye. <laughs> thanks Mal you've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts